Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've got beers and break-evens that has just dropped on YouTube now. It is live now for you to go and watch that episode. A cracking episode, myself and Timmy getting stuck into all things round 26. What we're doing with our trades, what's going on between us two. Bit of drama, bit of trouble in paradise between the two of us at the moment. So a really enjoyable episode, you'll love it. I've got a little 15-minute clip from the episode here right now. to have a little sneak preview for you guys. But the full episode, it is live on YouTube right now. Go to Rugby League Guru, go to Beers and Break Evans. It will be the most recent video up there. Or just type in Beers and Break Evans, Rugby League Guru. You will find it there on YouTube. So go check it out now. Uh, yeah, very interesting there. Uh, Knights v Sharkies, game of the week for me for Newcastle. Uh, Hastings has been named for Newcastle. I question if he will play this week. We'll see what happens. But I question if he will actually play. Uh, which, mate, I was having a look the other day. Without Hastings on the weekend, KP, he had 38 receipts of the ball. Um, from the 10 games he's played fullback, he's only he's had less than, I think it was 35 in six of those 10 games. So hopefully we are seeing more touches of the footy yeah. for KP. To be fair, when Jacko has been on the field, there has been games where KP has had 39, 40, 41 touches of the football. But I did, I did feel like KP definitely took more control in that game the other day. Yeah, went looking for, he did. And... Uh, shout out to Adam Clune. Came in, did a great job. Good player, Adam Clune. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Good yeah. player. Shouldn't be going to England. Yeah. A lot of teams could do much worse than Adam Clune. Lockie Miller's going as well. That's so disappointing. You know who would be, who Lockie Miller would fit in really well with? Raiders? Yeah. I know. And uh, uh, I think I saw... Lockie a Clune's like... He, he had a baby, I think, uh, 10 weeks ago or something. Like, I just... I don't understand how there's not an NRL club that isn't going, mm. we'll have a pun on you. And I saw credit... To the Knights, if this is the goal, I saw saw a quote that because he signed for three years or something, that they could hold on to him, but he signed as a fullback, and we know what's happened yeah. there. They've sort of said, oh, we don't want to step, stop him getting his way and stop him from progressing and playing more NRL or like Super League top level. So seriously, though, has, has there not a club put their name hand up for him? I'm, I'm also very surprised Newcastle. Like I, I know they're in the market for other guys, but <clears throat> geez, wouldn't he be a decent replacement on that right wing? Yeah. Like he's hard to tackle. There is no yeah. doubting that whatsoever. I think when you have him at fullback and in the middle of the field, he can screw up what you're doing because he's so unorthodox and rogue. But put him on the wing and just when you get the ball, just run hard. Yeah. I just... Yeah. Stewart, reach out. Interesting one. For the Sharkies, mate, uh, 1-17. to 17, Nothing to really touch on with that Sharky side? No. All good? All right, uh, mate. I guess one of the most important things this weekend will be 
captaincy choices. Uh, this week, like the week, I think two weeks ago, a lot of options. It is real open slather sort of stuff. Um, I, I genuinely think you could look at 10 teams this week and see eight different captains. Yeah. Run us through the options. So, as we did a fortnight ago, like, the big, big talking point this week, as you mentioned, Guru, is captains. And let's spend time on what people want to hear about. I, I try quite hard to, to not double up too much between the, the two potties, but captains is the big one. So, like two weeks ago, what I've done is I've just taken a deeper dive statistically into the major options to differentiate it. So, we'll start with Nathan Cleary coming up against the Eels. Parramatta can see the seventh most points, super coach points in the competition to halves. Parramatta can see 38% of their tries on the left and 37 on the right. Obviously, Cleary will be going at the left. So, no, that's about middling for, for everything there. W- what's your take on Nathan Cleary as a skipper? So interesting, isn't he? Like, over the last five or six weeks... Hasn't quite been there, has he? he ha- I mean, he hasn't, but, I mean, he's still Quite finished... Standard. Like a five-game average of 85 yeah. is still very good. Yeah. Um, sorry, a five-game average of 88, still very good. He just hasn't had those huge scores there. I'm hesitant simply because I know that Parramatta always get up for this game. Yeah. Outside of grand finals, they always get up for this game every, against every, Penrith. Every single year, sorry, in recent years, we've said they always get up for this game, but they'll still probably get pumped this time. We're wrong every time. Yeah. Last game of the season for them. Yeah, and look, they're, they're not playing for anything. I think Penrith are playing for a week off next week, essentially. Um Mate, you have a look at, at, at the betting market. Parramatta's at $7. Jeez. With nothing to lose. It's a grand final replay. With nothing to lose. It is, it's wild. Mitch Moses out, which I think obviously the kicking game is going to be so important. But I thought Dill Brown, despite a loss, I thought he was really good last week. Uh, but I think I will be VCing Cleary. I also think it's a huge advantage, as I learned last week with, with Teddy, because I had the VC early in the week, getting to see updates. Yeah, it does help. It's it's so important. It is so important. Especially in a week like this where I think the majority of supercoaches will have a pretty free crack at the VC loophole. Yeah. I, I absolutely do not knock anyone doing it, but I do not love it for that reason. I just think the Eels, maybe they get up for it. Maybe they've checked out for the season. Like, look, I don't know, but they love getting up for this clash. As I said, their season's done. They're like, Brad Arthur, boys, you've had a disappointing season. We're against our rivals, who are probably going to go on and win a comp. One big week. Give us something. And also, captaining people on Thursday night, it's just shit. It never seems to work out. In saying that, mate, I'm like, you know, I reckon Brad Arthur would have said last week, hey, we're playing for our season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we get out of first gear? Oh, no. Rooster's going like a busted asshole. That's, yeah, but I, I, I agree with you, mate. I think Battle of the West, I think they will always be up for this game. So I probably will do it. Um, but I'm not super confident on it. I think I'll avoid Nathan Cleary's last three scores against the Eels. 77 this year. Four points, round 20 last year. Oh, that night. <laughs> and 40 points last year. Yeah. Now, you can obviously put a line through the four points, but even in that game, I think it was about 15, 20 minutes into the game when he got sent off yep. and he hadn't done a thing, obviously. Uh Parramatta, I believe, also beat them last year when they when he scored forty points. But yeah, it's concerning. It is, yeah, it is concerning. But I just think that Parramatta side is different to what they were, and 
I, I've got no idea. I'm gonna. I, I just think Cleary, mate. He is a proven champion in Supercoach. Yeah. I just. Th- I think that when these moments come, he he will deliver for us. I like others. Number two on the list, Sean Johnson against the Dragons, who concede the fifth most points to halves. Most importantly, though, the left edge that Sean Johnson will be going at concede 55% of their tries compared to 26% on the right edge for the Dragons. I think this is a wonderful matchup for Sean Johnson. A big factor in the captaincy will be goal kicking. We don't know if he is or isn't kicking again. But... I prefer Sean Johnson to Nathan Cleary as a captaincy option this week. What's your take? Uh, no, I still prefer Cleary, and maybe I'm biased because I don't have SJ and whatnot. I also think, mate, the Dragons have looked pretty good. They're conceding points, I get it, mm. but I think they've looked all right the last few weeks. Um, I, I just think, mate, fucking SJ just has to do so much to score well. You have a look at the last two weeks, for example, against the Tigers. He had 50 points in creative. He scored 73. Uh, the week after that, he had 44 in creative. He scored 60. It's a lot to score. It is a lot to score points. That's why I haven't had SJ all year. And there has been certain weeks where it's hurt me. No doubt about Nico that. Nico bounced back last week. Nico bounced he back last week. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, of course it's Nico. Yeah. He, like, he played well. He scored 108. S- SJ played really well, scored 60. Yeah, 60. Drew back 48 points in that battle. So... We'll add up in two weeks' time in that five-week phase when everyone had that big decision. He, Cleary, Hines, SJ, who won. His last and mate, if you give him back the goal-kicking in those last two weeks, okay, all of a sudden you're talking about 90-point games. Mm. Doesn't have it at the moment. Yeah, he, he's... I mean, he's got 149 against the Titans and 135 against the Sharks in the last five weeks. Yeah, for sure. And have a look at those games, the amount of... Like, <laughs> the one against... The Titans, what was that? He had scored a double. Sw- scored two tries in that. That was against 12 players, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He, he just doesn't scare me all that much, mate. Even have a look at the Sharkies game. He scored 135 points in that game, which is fantastic. He had 104 in creative stats. Mm. Like, has to do so much to score so well, and he has been doing a lot this year, 100%. But as we said off the top of the show, I also think there's a serious chance that at some point... With 60, with 10, 20, 30 minutes to go, if they're home, they go, okay, SJ, let's Could just... Could get a shower. Yeah. Could get a shower. If they do, he's probably racked up a lot. Last three games against the Dragons, 112. 112 this year, 96 last year, 66 last year. So good numbers. I, I love him as a VC. I don't own him. Next person on the list, Scott Drinkwater up against the Dolphins who concede the most supercoach points in the competition to fullbacks. Scotty D. Uh, I am leaning towards trading him in this week at the moment. Mm. I am probably less confident now than I was at the end of last week about trading him in, Uh, but he is very, very appealing to me. But he has a similar sort of problem to that of Sean Johnson where he has to do a lot to score. Unlike Sean Johnson, he has gained the goal kicking in the last two weeks. So that's a big plus. And I thought, as I said before, I thought Suncorp Stadium versus the Dolphins who are missing all these guys, love that. They've since gained a lot of these guys back. I am leaning towards trading drink water in, but I am a little bit nervous about it. Yeah. I, I love... I'm leaning towards trading him in as well. I love him as a VC, just because the Cowboys are really questionable, the Dolphins. So you can just see them getting up for it. I think he's a great VC. He scored 70 against the Dolphins. That was back in round six. That was his first game in a month coming off suspension when the Cowboys were terrible. 
70 and 80 minutes. And the Dolphins were flying too. The Dolphins were flying. So it's a very different setup to there. So yeah, I don't mind Scotty Drinkwater. Cameron Munster against the Titans. The Titans concede the eighth most points to halves. Their left edge concedes 35% of their tries. Right edge, 39%. I would imagine if you added in all the games that Foz played and, and measured that up, that it'd be substantially the right edge will be a lot. Uh, sorry, the left edge will be a lot better defensively. So Munster does get the far weaker edge of the Titans with Tommy Weaver also coming in and that on that edge. So Munster, we saw the stats during the week. He heavily over the last five years. He averages more against top eight sides than bottom eight. We we spoke about it and the numbers added up. What do you, what's your take there? Uh, uh, without being boring, mate, I'm the same I've been same for the last, last eight weeks. Yeah. It doesn't concern me. I'm happy to leave it. Um, I mean, mate, if Munster comes out this weekend and absolutely gives it um, to the Titans and scores 120, I'm looking at it and going, well, he scored 28 last week. I think he scored 75 points. Average over the last two weeks. So I'm not going to run with him. Um, I also think the really interesting thing, and I was looking at it last night more so for draft purposes, just trying to work out, I assume Pappy's going to be on the bench here. How do you reckon they get him into the game? Like, if they're up, is this maybe an opportunity to give Munster a spell? There's a million different yeah. ways, mate. I, I don't know. I mean, he could go to centre. He could go to the wing. He could go to the bench. Munster could go off. I I don't know. Yeah, and that's part Good of the risk. I'm too. Not, I, don't, I don't have a freaking clue. No idea. Yeah. It's part of the risk I'm, yeah, as well. I think that... And like, as you said, mate, and it's no shock, but as the numbers indicate, it wouldn't shock me in the slightest if he scores 60 more points against the Broncos than he does against yeah. the Titans. I think he's a good trade-in, but make it what you will. His last three scores against the Titans, 147 last year, 111 in 2021, 91 back in 2020. So good scoring against them. I like it, but just... Well, he only played the Titans three times. Three times in three years. You know yeah. on the weekend when KP played South Sydney... <laughs> It's only the third time he has ever played South Sydney. Really? I was looking at the stats. Wow. wow. He's only played him three times. It's the first time in three years he's played South Sydney. There you go. Yeah. I, Munster, potential VC option. I definitely wouldn't straight captain. But, yeah. Next on the list, Joey Manu. Up against the Tigers. Who concede the sixth most points to fullbacks. Joey Manu at fullback. One of the great sights in Supercoach. Thoughts? Delicious. Delicious. Um, I wasn't here on Monday. What's your What's your view on the Roosters? Are they back? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who or what the fuck they, they were are. with Drew Hutchinson in the halves. Yeah, I just, that's how I don't understand why I made the change. I mean, the, the thing is with Marty that whenever they get any good ball whatsoever, you know he's going to run, you know he's going to take on the line. You know that the Tigers, those outside backs, missed tackles galore there. I think he will pick them apart. He's just... I. Manu is just the most perfect he'll make or break your season if you're captain him. Mm. Like, he, he could cost you a 1,000 spots. He could get 40. Yeah. He could get 440. Yeah, And, I mean, like, the reality is, mate, like, as we've seen over the last few weeks, like, even the top picks, not many of them are going for... 130, 140 at the moment. It's been a crazy six weeks for captains. Like, yeah. hard to nail. Yeah. And that's why, mate, like when I was sitting there with the James Tedesco the other day, I put it out to, to, to people, do I take Teddy's VC or go Cleary? I think it was like 70% said mm. take Cleary. And I just sat there and went, 120 points is gold. You just, you can't find that anywhere at the moment. Yeah. I, I much, 
I preferred Joey Manu. He'll still score, should score really well. I preferred Drew Hutchinson at half than Sam Walker for him, just because Hutch, I'll be going, I've got this superstar at time who's about to break them open, just getting good ball. Yeah. Whereas Sammy Walker will jink and jump and dive and throw lofted harbour bridges and all sorts of things. He's got someone to prove at the moment too, <laughs> Walker, which worries He'll me. take the line on. So, yeah, but all in all, I think he's a great option. Agreed? Yeah, I, I think he is. I, I don't think it'll be one that I take, but I don't think he's a bad option at all. Reese Walsh against the Raiders, who can see the eighth most of fullbacks. I, uh, as I said, he, he was probably one of the guys I was looking at to bring in this week. I know that you were reasonably keen on him. Well, when I spoke to you about needing I was a new keener fullback. when I had in my head that he was goal, goal kicking, kicking because yeah. Adam Reynolds is likely out next week as well, uh, Walter said. So without the goal kicking, the Raiders, who we know they can get up for games. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'm now going, I'm leaning more towards drinky. Drinky, yeah. I just think with the Raiders as well, like as much as it has been an absolute shit fight and they're all over the place, as you said, we know that Ricky Stewart can get something out of these guys when, when they need to. And this is the sort of game without Adam Reynolds where they won't have that kicking game to be able to really guide them out mm. of a dog fight. This one could be a little bit closer than what we're anticipating. No if way. it was in Brisbane, I'm not even I'm not even having the conversation to be honest with you. Mm. But down there in Canberra, completely different conversation, I think. Barring a finals game, probably Jared Croke. Oh, maybe Jared Croke's final home game as well. Mm. They're putting a big day on for him. I, I was mean, there for the last big about, day they put on. Say, they didn't get off the fucking bus. Well so shout out to Canberra. Time. So, but I mean, yeah, you, I said, there, you did no, more work at that pub after the game than they did. <laughs> There's absolutely no reason why the Raiders shouldn't be up for it. Yeah. They're also not locked into the top eight. Like, they, this is a big game. Yeah, this is a must win. They can't. Yeah. And they're not, yeah, especially with that four and against, they are far from locked into that top eight. And I think realistically, as much as it's near impossible to win from the bottom four, if you guys are going to give it a shake, you need to be playing in Canberra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody open. Yeah.